yeah, those are the hugs you don't come back from. If that is crossplay, I'll reinstall that shit tonight. Two douchebags with a cigar and a bunch of notches like, oh look, there goes gamer guy. He's doing something with a gun. We're drinking hot chocolate with giant fucking marshmallows melting in it. We're like, oh, we're that's play awesome. Jam. I don't know what the fuck. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode twenty of the Retro Rents Retro Gaming Podcast. I am Al. And I'm Kyle. And we do not have Travis with us today. Um, despite all his complaining about our vacation goings last week, or last episode, he's actually on one of his own. And uh, good for you, buddy. You needed one. Whatever, always going on vacation, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? God damn him. <laughs> oh, man, what's been going on? Oh, not much. Um... Currently sitting here on the couch, joined by our puppy Murphy, who is not so much puppy anymore. He's getting big and uh, enjoying a beer on this lovely, beautiful, sunny Friday night. Oh yeah, I'm with you. I'm enjoying some uh, Renegade Red Wine from uh, a winery out here in the Pocono Mountains, and it's got a skull. Oh, right yeah, it's got a skull on it, so I figure this should end awesome at the end of the episode, yeah, especially. It's either going to be deadly or delicious. Oh, it's both, I think. It's both. Uh, it's definitely yes. delicious, and uh, it's it's a little strong. I'm liking this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm drinking some Dragon and Yum Yums from Dogfish. Oh, I've always wanted to try that. Yeah, it's pretty good stuff. It was uh, co-produced by the Flaming Lips. Oh, that's, so. that's epic. Yeah, if you guys get a chance, pretty good stuff. Silly. <laughs> <laughs> Did Check they... out their. Um, do you like Flaming Lips? I do. I think it's. Um, hold on. It's it's the one album where they it's like uh, Mimi and the Pink Robots or something like that. I'll have to check it out. I mean, it's pretty I, good. I, I, I'll be honest. I, I don't go deep track with them, but I, I always thought they were cool. I'll have to check it yeah. out. Yoshimi battles the uh, Pink Robots. <laughs> That's one it's of the. A, it's, it's yeah, I love some of the tracks in there are awesome. That's one of the best album names ever. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So So Murphy, huh? As in like Alex J. You know. Yeah. Not Murphy Brown because it's a dude. Yeah, but, so Alex J. Murphy Robocop. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's that's pretty rad. <laughs> I'm gonna dress up like Robocop for Halloween and I'll walk him around. That's so funny. Yeah, I miss having a pup around the house. I just have pain-in-the-ass cats. I won't miss a puppy. <laughs> yeah, they're I mean, they're crazy. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's smart. You know, he's He's been really easy to train so far. That's good. Um, energy, energy levels have been okay. Like, they're up and down, but I don't know if he thinks I'm a squeak toy or what, but, man, this dude loves <laughs> chomping on my fingers, and he doesn't stop. <laughs> it's because you're so salty. I must be. He, you know, he's great with the kids. He's great mm-hmm. with my wife. He doesn't really do it to them, but man, it's like constant nipping at my fingers. And I think it's just because he wants to play. But yeah. sometimes I can't play, and he's just like still chewing on my. Pizza. Come on, let's play. <laughs> <laughs> I can't right now. Yeah, my cat just greets me with puke on the carpet. 
That's how my morning started. Isn't oh. that the greatest? Oh, it's fucking great. Yeah, he yacked on the carpet. I grab a paper towel. I'm literally bending down to pick it up, and I, I go to stand up, and I look out the front window, and I saw a bear got to our garbage. And, the gar- you know, my garbage is out on the street waiting for the garbage man who's usually there by, like, 7.30 in the morning. So it's, you know, 10 after 6. I'm running out of the house. My damn PJs. I got two snow shovels, and I'm using them like a, you know, bucket loader to scoop all the garbage back into the garbage can. Oh, man. I was so pissed off. You said it was a bear. I mean, were you nervous that the bear was still around? No, nah, he wouldn't be. He'd still be in the garbage if he was. Wow. No, I, I, I've dealt with enough of them out here. Like you just kind of know, they're they're usually out at night. I mean, sometimes they're out there in the day. It's it's kind of rare, but I mean you'll see them. I know uh, Captain Mike's all excited uh, from the bad fodder figures. He just moved, uh, his family just moved to a place uh, out in the countryish area of where he lives. Um, I think he lived near Boston initially, so now he's in like the woods and he's all excited about seeing a bear he's like i want to go up and hug it and i'm like yeah those are the hugs you don't come back from (laughs) (laughs) yeah no he's he's all excited to be out in nature but yeah we get them around here they're a goddamn nuisance i can't stand them they just they trash shit would uh would you say you have to just um grin and bear them i freaking knew you were going there (laughs) (laughs) oof That's painful, even for uh, a dad joke. I, I'm sorry, man. Just I mean, bear with It's really you. unbearable. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why you gotta uh, be. You gotta be on Twitter. Uh, Mike said something about you know he had a picture of like wanting to see a bear, and then me and Jeremy Hoodie Ninja from uh, BFF probably went back and forth on Twitter for like I'd say 20 tweets of doing bear puns. <laughs> It ends with Mike going, I can't bear to do this, but I'm about to block you both. (laughs) I saw that conversation because I'm always on Twitter. Oh, yeah, that's right. Always. I saw it. (laughs) Oh, man. So what have you been playing aside from your dog beating you up? Um, What have I been playing? Uh, I'm still playing a lot of Moss just because I, I just love jumping into that world. It sounds um, when so I'm playing cool. some VR, I've been playing uh, Rush, of, Rush of Blood also on the VR. Never heard of it. Uh, it's a rail shooter, but it's pretty creepy. A lot of jump scares coming out. It got cool. me a couple times. <laughs> That's cool. It is. Uh, it's a fun game. Um, I like rail shooters, and I think VR is a perfect platform for that. Oh, definitely. That was always um, like the dream I went out and true. picked up an NES Classic this past week. Ooh. And I've been playing a lot of that, specifically Star Tropics, because oh, I know man. I just had a niche to play it. That's a great game. It's a hard game. I don't think people realize or remember that that's a difficult game, man. I remember Nintendo, when I was subscribing to Nintendo Power, when that came out, like two issues of Nintendo Power, one right after the other, were Star Tropics strategy guides. Hmm. Hmm. I, I, I never did play it till later in life. I never did have it till like when I got the Wii I think I wound up buying it on there and uh, yeah I had a hard time with that one it's a tough one yeah it's hard I'm enjoying it though except for I really don't like um, 
the the way he moves is kind of weird. So you know, in, in Legend of Zelda, you have it's like a grid pattern where you can go up, down, left, mm-hmm. right. There's no real diagonal. Yeah. In the first one, this one's the same way, but it's so slow to get to the the X and Y axis when yep. you're going like Y and you need to go to X. It's like such a seems like such a process to do it. It's not yeah. instant like it is in Zelda. Yeah, it is clunky. Yeah, but you know what? It's not unplayable. It no. doesn't break the game, so it, I'm still enjoying it. Um, I'm still having a good time playing it. So, and and actually, the NES Classic in general. My only complaint about that is the length of the cable. <laughs> yeah, for the controller is awful. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, though, the Super Nintendo controller does work, and that has a bit of a longer controller. That's one credit I'll give to the uh, the good Genesis remaster that was done. Yeah. Um, wireless controllers. Oh, nice. Holy shit, it's like pouring. Yeah, it's nasty. I, I was joking when I said a beautiful sunny Friday. It's been pretty nasty down here, too. Oh my god, it sounds like a freight train outside. <laughs> oh, you better hope it's not a tornado. I was just thinking that. <laughs> Good lord. If, yeah, if Al cuts out quick, everybody, <laughs> you know what happened. Yeah, especially if you hear shit, fuck, uh, <laughs> <laughs> shit, fuck. <laughs> well, hopefully my power doesn't go out. Anyway, but yeah. Anyway, um, so that's been pretty cool to play. And uh, Liam's been watching a lot of YouTube lately, and he saw a video of somebody playing Super Mario 3D World for the oh, Wii U. Oh, cool! And uh, it, it was one of the few I, I really enjoyed the game. So, oh, it was a great game. I was. More than happy to play it when he he's like, "Do we have that game?" I'm like, "Of course we do." And <laughs> he wanted to play it, so we we played that for about an hour today when we got home from work and school. Oh, cool! What did he think? Oh, I love it. I played through it already. Oh, I know you. What did he think? So, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> he loved it. He thought it was fun. He actually really wanted to play. Uh, unfortunately, it was bedtime, but you know, I think we'll pick it up again tomorrow. That was a really good one. The Wii U definitely had some some great games on it. Yeah, first party for the most part. Yeah, yeah. Um, there might have been a couple third party. I can't really like Rayman Legends was good, but that, came that out was on good. Systems. Yeah, I had that on Xbox. But yeah, that that's cool, man. That's so cool that he's getting into it. Um, yeah, Paige started playing something else other than the goat game, so I was happy about that. <laughs> um, she's playing. Uh, it was one of the the gold games a couple months back, but Brave off the Disney movie. Oh, okay. And uh, she's been playing that. She really enjoys that. Like, she's finally grasping, like, certain fundamental video game mechanics. Like, there's a double jump, you know, ability in the game. And mm-hmm. it took it took her a while. Uh, but she would just, she'd go to the edge, stand in one spot, jump, and then move, in, but immediately jump again. And, you know, Amber and I were trying to teach her, no, with your double jump, you want to, you know, run and then jump and then wait a little bit and then jump again and she finally got it the other day and it was just it was so cool to see the little like look of pride on her face because then she went to try to find all the jumps that she couldn't do before like she'd like hey can you help me with this now she's like look 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 (laughs) and uh that's awesome it was awesome i was i was proud of her i love that she's so proud and she has so much fun with it so it's it's fun to watch her play um it's it's where I do regret kind of not having a Switch because I'd I'd love to get her into the Mario games because I think she would absolutely love them. I think she'd be hooked. But yeah, between the the Mario games and like yeah, like the Mario Karts, 
Um, I think the uh, Mario Odyssey is perfect. Um, oh, it's such a good game for young. It, it hits such a good range of ages because of the difficulty. Yep. You know, it's not super hard unless you want it to be hard and you want to go for the, like the real hidden moons. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it's like a perfect level for all ages. I think they nailed it. Yeah. Uh, eventually, I haven't decided. You know, I, I, I think I did finally decide this week that if I do wind up getting another system at some point in time, it's going to be a Switch. I was kind of leaning towards a PS4 maybe because of the VR. But, mm-hmm. you know... With all the great stuff Microsoft's been doing lately with Game Pass and all the stuff that they've been releasing on there and for free, you know, realistically, I'm just not going to... There's not going to be too much on there. I mean, there are a couple of exclusives that I'd love to have for sure, but I'd rather get a Switch, you know, at some point and then, you know, be able to expose Paige to Mario and and all those great first-party games that I think the kids would have so much fun with. Mia, too, I think would get a kick out of it. She's starting to get to that age. Yeah, and, and to be honest, the differences between the Xbox One and the PS4 minus the few exclusives that each one's have, each one have, yeah. uh, they're not that different. No. I mean, I, I don't see any great reason to jump to one system or the other. I have both, only because of trading the snow to Jonah, but... um. I don't know. It's like I. It's like okay. Can I play Xbox? When I get the game for Xbox or PlayStation, it doesn't really matter which one I get it for because it's yeah. it's going to play the same. Yeah, I mean, at so that point, when you're, you're, just when you're getting a Switch, you're getting completely different games. And that's what I. That's what really pushed me over the edge with it too. Is I, I know my brother-in-law has been playing the hell out of Octopath, and uh, just mm-hmm. loving it, loving it. You know, and I, I love the Pokemon games. I have so much fun with those on my DS. Like I, I really. I do want to get a Switch at some point. Because, again, I think there's... I think the girls would enjoy it, too. So. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 good for the whole family. And it's yeah, Amber, too, I mean, for that matter, would love it. I mean, she loves the Mario games. So I, I think that's what I'm going to look into. Eventually. Cool, I'm excited if you do get one at some point, and you can tell me what you think of Breath of the Wild. Oh, I think I know yeah, you've, you've so seen bad. it before, but yeah, I'm, uh, Amber's friends Damon and Brian brought theirs over. Let me play for a little while. Ross has brought his over a bunch, and I played on it for a little while, and I like it. I, th- I think it's really good, but I think I think the first games I'd get on it would be you know Mario Odyssey and then Octopath. Like I played that demo of Octopath, and I just I was so hooked. I was like, I gotta play this game. So. But yeah, cool. yeah, it's on. My, it's back on my to-do list or to-get list. I didn't <laughs> pick it up yet. Cool. Watching anything good or just gaming when you have the time? Um, <clears throat> I've been watching. Uh, what was it? It's like World's Toughest Prisons on Netflix. <laughs> nice. Uh, Family friendly, I'm sure. Yeah, I just picked it up sort of watching it. It's not really that fantastic, and the guy (laughs) makes it sound like it's a lot rougher than it is. I mean, he's in there with the whole camera crew. You know guards are watching, but they're making it seem like they're not. Oh, come on. Um, It's just interesting to see how these prisoners live, though. That is interesting. probably the reason I'm interested in it, just to see, like, how they live, what conditions are different in each country. Um, Oh, yeah. Like, the one... The one was in Ukraine, and it was it was like one of the poorest prisons on the planet. Oh wow! But it looked it looked like they were living in a dormitory. Oh really? It was like you walk in, it's hardwood floors. Everybody's got their own their own bed. I mean, that's cool. You can come and come in and come and go as you please in and out, like into the the cell block or into the room. Uh, there's jobs that you can do. 
there's prisoners using chainsaws and axes. Wow. I mean, some guys are in there for murder. <laughs> it's like, here's an axe. Go chop some wood. I don't know, though. Like, part of me is like that. I feel like that is kind of the right way to go. I mean, when. I mean, obviously, in American prisons, and I'm sure over there, too, you have to be careful. Like, you can't let, you know, certain gangs interact and all that crap. You know, right. when, it, when it's just certain kinds of people, you know, pe- penning them up, you know, especially with somebody. I always thought, like, God, I, I I really do my damnedest to be a nice law-abiding citizen. I hope to hell I never went to to prison for anything, even, you know, accused innocent and all that crap, whatever. But, like, I wouldn't want to be in a room with somebody. Like, in that situation, I would just want to be left by myself. You know, I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah, I, I think it'd be tough either way, because even by yourself, I mean, you're just alone with your thoughts in a little cell. As long as At least got... if someone's there, you have something to throw, you know, conversation back and forth, hopefully. Yeah. Well, as long as I had it's, a pencil on paper, I could at least write. <laughs> but... Yeah, I guess I, I the cool thing is, though, with them giving those tools and, and stuff is uh, they know if they screw up. Yeah, they lose the privilege. Yeah, they lose the privilege. Right, so, like, they lose that little bit of freedom that they have to go do yard work or but Yeah, that's kind of what I was getting at, too, is, like, it, it kind of gives them... Even though they're in jail, like they do have a sense of freedom and control of their life, which is kind of cool. I don't know. It seems like yeah, and and what they make or what they chop or whatever is is used. They sell it, and the money goes back into the prison, and it gives them more programs. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. not saying it was easy because it had its issues, but oh sure, you know, it, it's. It's been kind of interesting huh. from, you know, how people live type of viewpoint. Uh, other than that, I finished watching um, Comedians in Cars getting coffee. Was that good? Yeah, there's some good episodes on there. Um, there's some good ones. There's some bad ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I always like the cars that Seinfeld picks for the person. <laughs> I mean, they seem to fit perfect. <laughs> I'll have uh, to watch The it. one with Tracy Morgan was great. Dave Chappelle and Kid, uh, Kid Rock. Chris Rock. Oh god, I bet those and were good. Kramer's was pretty good. Um, I forget his real name. What the hell's that guy's name? Michael Richards. Yes, him. He was good. Ellen DeGeneres was actually excellent. Oh, I'm, I'm not surprised. She's a trip. Like everything I've yeah. read, she's genuinely funny and really chill. From what I've read. Yep. Yeah. yeah, so it's it's pretty good. I think it's worth checking out and just go see who you know. You just go see what comedians are would interest you and. Yeah. You know, I don't know. If, have you ever watched that show or no? I have not, so I might check it out. Yeah, it's it's good for like you know if if it's something that you're just kind of half focused on. Yeah. So actually, I, I have one for you too in that regard. If you haven't seen it, but have you seen Letterman's new show on Netflix? Um, I watched uh, him speak with Obama. That one was good. And, and uh, Howard Stern. The Howard Stern one was great. I was going to say, if you haven't seen that, you definitely got to watch it. But Actually, my favorite one of them all so far is the one where he uh, spoke with Clooney. That was oh, like, yeah? that was awesome. I mean, A, you just find out that like Clooney's wife is one of the coolest people on the planet. Like She's doing just amazingly good work, and it was such a cool look into who he is and... You know, I mean, everybody kind of puts people like George Clooney on this pedestal of like insane, sexy superstardom or whatever, and um, it just really humanized him. It was really fun to watch, and he was he was hilarious. He was really funny. 
Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I wasn't. I, I saw the Clooney one, and I was like, man, doesn't seem interesting, Clooney, man. But now that you said that, I might have to go back. No, and definitely watch it. Like he gets into like his wife helps people get out of like Afghanistan and Syria and stuff hmm. like that, and like gets them here and helps them get a life and and stuff like that. Like people that are under the threat of death. And um, it's it was it was cool. It was really cool. So oh, good for them. Yeah, I recommend. I it. can't stand. I can't stand Letterman's beard. Dude, it Some is guys so can creepy. Pull that off. God I love him. He, he looks like a cross between Santa Claus and that guy that pops up on the radar on like the Megan's Lost site that just moved into your neighborhood. <laughs> it's just an awful look for him. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's weird. I know he doesn't pull. I mean, I can see maybe a little beard, but that that's ridiculous. But I love the fact that he is just like, "F it, I'm doing it anyway." Like this is how I oh, want to sure. do it. I have mad respect for him for doing that. Oh, sure. Listen, he gives zero shits about what I say about his beard. Oh, you know, anybody, I mean? anybody. That's what I love about him. Like it could be like, right? You know, TV executives. Yeah, we'll put you on. You just got to get rid of the beard. He's like, no, fuck you. No beard stays. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. Yeah. So shit, I guess. Well, what about you, man? Yeah, I, was say, I guess I should get into what I've been playing. I've been um, uh, waiting for Ross and Liz to come over so we can play more Magic the Gathering. I can't wait to sit around a table again and play with some of these decks I got. <coughs> um, because of that, I've been playing a lot of that free-to-play Eternal card game. Um, that is such a fun game. And it's one of the few free-to-plays like up there with Warframe that I think do it right where you don't have to spend money and they give you enough incentive to play without it, like play without going for the money. Like if you do quests or dailies and stuff, you can get a you know free booster pack of cards. Um, nice. Yeah, and they, they throw them at you, so you just get tons of cards. And if you like games like that where you can build a deck and then there's like different game modes where like, you can run a gauntlet of playing against all these different opponents, and the more you win, the more treasure you get, like coins to buy into tournaments or card packs or, you know, whatever. And then you can play against other players, obviously. It's just, uh, it's a lot of fun, especially, it's not like Hearthstone. Hearthstone has a very different mechanic from Magic in that you get a mana every turn. Whereas mm -hmm. this is more like magic where you have to draw it from your deck. So if you get gotcha. a, you know, a really shitty draw and you don't have the mana to break out your cards, you know, you could just get the worst draw ever and get, you know, your ass kicked. But it hasn't happened too often for me and it's it's fun. It's damn fun. So nice. yeah, I've been playing that. Um been playing a ton of Titans Quest. I got that in the last Humble Monthly. Uh, bundle and it was like all the expansions and then they, they had a new expansion that they made for this game like last year or the year before and this game's been out since like 2009 I think so and it's just a you know it's a Diablo clone but it's mm -hmm. it's set in like Greek and Asian mythology mainly Greek but I, I think I'm getting close to the Asian part and then the expansion just added on all kinds of Norse stuff. So it's hmm. it's fun. The story's great. You know, the loot, just like any Diablo, you can get all kinds of cool random drops and tons of different combinations, and it's a lot of fun. 
So I've been playing hmm. that. And uh, I did check out No Man's Sky next. Um, you did You did check that out? How is it? It's awesome. Um, full disclosure, I never played the original. That was, you know, such a big disappointment. But from what I read about that to what this is, it, it seems like it's a totally different game. There's just tons to do. Uh, it, it was actually really cool. I ran into just some random player while I was exploring a planet. And uh, he kind of walked up to me, and like we're just staring at each other, and all of a sudden he figured out the gesture to wave. So he just waved at me. And then uh, <laughs> I waved back, and then he just went on his merry way and started mining stuff and digging holes in the ground. I was like, wow, that's all that's right. that's pretty cool. And um, I, I found a subterranean cavern that had a giant monster in it. That was awesome. And uh, I ran the hell out of there. So I haven't played it too much, but what I played, I really do like. So it's I think if uh, anyone was thinking about it or you're on the fence about it, definitely check it out. I mean, just this isn't the game I read about a year ago. That's for sure. Right. Yeah. That's the thing. That's that's I've heard. There's quite a amount, uh, quite a good amount of changes in that game. Yeah. So it's it's I'd say give them a chance. You know, give it another look because it seems like they. It seems like they've been listening, and it seems like it's quite the game now. I'm in, like I said, I'm enjoying it, and uh, that that's pretty much it as far as what I've been playing. But I started watching this week because <clears throat> it, it just debuted this week, uh, Castle Rock on Hulu. Um, mm-hmm. Wow, I've heard good this, things. <clears throat> wow, is this good? Now, do you know anything about it? Uh, you know what? I don't. Uh, my we actually just started. Using uh, our totally paid for, not someone else's Hulu account. <laughs> uh huh. So we just started checking out what's on there, and um, it's been, it's dude, it's been. Um, I should have brought this up in our watching part, but it's been nonstop Teen Titans, and it's <laughs> been the episode um forty forty twenty, which is the episode where they play that song um, "Night Begins to Shine." <laughs> have you heard about that? No, I'll be honest. <laughs> Teen Titans is the reason that that dude made it in the top 25. It's a song that came out in like 2003 or 2005, <laughs> something like that. And it's a complete 80s throwback. I'm telling you, listen to that song once, and it'll be stuck in your head for a month. I'm going to have to check it out. Complete earworm, but the episode is amazing because like, whenever they play the song, they go back to like an 80s, 80s metal animation style. <laughs> so check it out. Sorry to interrupt. No, but, no, you're fine. Um, but anyway, Castle Rock. So Castle Rock is an original story told in Stephen King's mythos. So all his books, um, you know, Salem's Lot, The Shining, uh, Dead Zone, you know, they all take place in either Derry, Maine or Castle Rock. And... Um, like so what this is is basically they're telling a story as if all of that you know actually happened so there's characters that they mention from uh you know different books and one of the lead characters is this guy alan pangborn who is a cop in the dark half and a cop in uh, a book called needful things so like you see familiar faces but the story's all new and so far oh and a lot of it takes place in uh, Shawshank prison so for all you Shawshank redemption fans um it's great so far 
if that yeah, is, I heard a lot of great things about it. Yeah, I would say check it out. Um, especially if you're a King fan. Like I mm-hmm. said, so far this is really good. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I've been watching and playing. Uh, like I said, I'm I'm loving me some Castle Rock. <laughs> Very cool. Speaking of King, have you seen the new It? Yes. Oh my God, yes. Did you like it? I loved it. Yeah, I saw like the last. It was like the last half hour, forty minutes, where they start confronting him. Uh huh. But man, it, it was that that last like half hour or so where he's changing constantly. Man, that was creepy. Oh, dude, that whole movie is creepy. Like, I I loved the original. I loved the book, mm-hmm. and I loved what they did with this new one. I liked that they, you know, kind of fast forward and brought it into you know the time of our childhood or not even that like kind of like the current generation because they got cell phones and stuff and I thought they just did that really really well um but it is scary dude (laughs) I gotta sit and watch the whole thing but the last part I was like damn that was good oh it's creepy it's really good and the Skarsgård guy that plays it holy crap he's in he's in the Castle Rock as well and he's not Pennywise uh, he's playing some other character but he is just a creepo <laughs> but um yeah no I, I love the new It and uh, I'm excited for the second part I think that's next year actually yeah that should be good I'm sure it will be but uh, yeah check out Castle Rock if you if you like stuff like that they mention uh they mentioned the body from that movie Stand by Me. Uh, they mentioned a lot mm-hmm. of a lot of stuff, and it's it's cool throwbacks and lots of little cues if you're fans of the books. So, yeah, that's been our our, our week. Um, I guess we'll get into uh, any upcoming releases of interest that have caught our eye. Uh, for me, <coughs> I've just been keeping an eye on. The Games with Gold releases and the... Thank you. Um, the Game Pass releases. <laughs> Sorry. My beautiful okay. wife brought me over the uh, the beverage. I didn't want to unplug and disconnect myself from my throne here. But, um... What was, oh, anyway, so... Uh, coming up in August, we got Forza Horizon 2 for Xbox uh, on Games with Gold. Dude... That is a great game. Uh, if you like any kind of racing games, uh, Forza Horizon 2 is really good. Yeah, I like the Forza series in general. And the Horizons are awesome. They got really good starting with the second one. Uh, 3 is great too, but yeah, you can't beat free, man. That and... No. Uh, what is that? For Honor. I've been wanting to play this one for a while. Have you played this at all? No. Is that the one with like the, the really cool fight mechanics where you use the sticks to fight? Yeah, it's like medieval. Like sword and stuff. Yep. I think you talked about this a while ago, one of our early episodes. Well, no, I think you're thinking of King- you? Kingdom Come. That's probably the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, no, that that's a, I, I still got to finish that game. That's a good one. But no, this is just, um, it's a straight-up fighting game where you can play as a knight uh, or a samurai guy or something else, and you are a viking, I think. It looks cool. I've never played it, and I just love the idea of, you know, melee medieval combat fighting game. So, I'm going to have to check it out. It's free. (laughs) If you have gold. It's good. 
And uh, Dead Space 3 is coming. That was a good series. And uh, one I'm excited for the kids is uh, Disney's Epic Mickey 2 is also coming to uh, Games of Gold. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of excited for that just because um, I know it didn't get stellar reviews, but I don't know. It's probably still kind of fun. Yeah, like I'm sure my girls will enjoy it, so that's a win. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll be checking some of these out. I'll actually have to turn on the Xbox. Yeah, <laughs> you got to, man. There's, I'll play uh, Horizon 2 with you for sure. That's a great game. I, I will be in on that game, absolutely. That's a lot of fun. It's fun. It's definitely fun if you're playing with other people too. Um, for sure. Game Pass isn't getting too much. Uh, they're also getting Dead Space 3. Uh, another game called So Many Me. There were a couple others coming in August, but it wasn't anything that, like, jumped out at me at least. I don't know. Maybe I just didn't yeah. know enough about them, but meh. And uh, hmm. and as far as EA Access, they just added as of yesterday into the vault, and I didn't realize this, but anything they put in the vault, which is what you can download for nothing if you have EA Access, they're never taking it out. Like, once it's in the vault, it stays in the vault. So how much is how much is EA Access? Five bucks, I think, a month. Uh, it's not terrible. No, and there's a lot. There's a lot in the vault. There's like a couple of the Battlefield games, a couple of Call of Duties, um, Madden. There was a couple of Maddens in there. There's FIFA's in wait, there. Wait, wait, wait. Call it Call of Duties, or or do they do Medal of Honor? Did they do Medal of Honor? Uh, shit. Call of Duties is Activision. You're right. My bad. Uh, Battlefield. No, that's okay. It's the it's the battlefield games like World War Two and all that. Yeah. Um, I wonder it, what was what was that uh, what was the game series that that spawned Battlefield? Um, battlefield nineteen forty two, right? Well, I know there was that, but there was a game before that uh, where you were like four dudes that kind of go rogue during the war. Oh. And it was, and it was kind of funny. Um, Road to Hill Thirty or something like that. Uh, Brothers in Arms. No. What the hell was that called? I don't remember now. I don't remember either. Crap. Medal of Honor was good, though. I know you mentioned that. That was a freaking great series for its time. But, um... Yeah, so that... Uh, EA Access just added as of yesterday, I think, Dante's Inferno. And I remember hearing that that was pretty good. So, that's there. It is good. It is good. It's, and it's it's very close to God of War. But, um, oh, yeah, cool. it's excellent. I'll have to check it out. And, um, that's, that's it as far as, uh, the stuff I was keeping an eye on. Um, what about you, man? I know you pay more attention to the Switch. Well, I have been, um, and, again, some of this might not be new news, but it's, it's stuff that I've been kind of keeping my eye on, especially this week. But, mm -hmm. um, Paladins is now on Switch and oh. it's free to play. Is that crossplay? What's that? Is that crossplay? Like, if I have it on PC, can we play together? Ooh, I don't know. Let me find out quick. Because um, man, if that's I true, I think so. Because because Nintendo's been really good with crossplay. Oh, they've been awesome. If that is crossplay, I'll reinstall that shit tonight. I love Paladins. That's like the best free-to-play shooter game. I had so much fun with that with Travis. And apparently, they fixed all the stuff that we were complaining about, like the card crap that they wound up pulling at one point. They fixed all of it, and now it's like all great again. So I want to get back and play it. Apparently, Raw, Raw, wow, Rocket League is cross-play on the Switch. Yep, that I know. I have that installed, actually, if you want to play it. 
That's awesome. I have it on PC. I have it on um, that's uh, Xbox. That's one of my favorites. I love Rocket League, man. That's a fun game. I wouldn't mind playing a game or PC. two with you. But. Sony keeps online play itself, but Paladins will only be able to play with other PS4 players. It's Xbox and Switch players. There's cross-platform between Xbox and Switch. Nice! On Paladins. All right. I'll... Uh... I'll have to download. I didn't download Paladins yet. I'll have to download. I'll have it first. to download it for the Xbox. I'll definitely yeah. play that with you. Love yeah, Paladins. I know because I know I, I downloaded for, uh, Forza, Fortnite on the Switch. Mm-hmm. Because that's cross-platform also. That's a fun one, man. I'm not as into it as other player or other people are, but it's a fun game, for sure. No, I suck at it, but it's still fun. <laughs> um, there's another game that just released. Uh, I think the 26th. Uh. I thought it was kind of cool because it brought it, it, it it'll take take you back to childhood almost it's called uh, it's called sleep tight ooh and it goes back to the idea of when you go to bed you know you're scared of the monsters in your room oh creepy so in this it's not creepy I, I mean it sounds creepy but it's not like it's cartoony monsters because what you do is you build a fort oh, and you have out. to fight the monsters off with like these ridiculous you know some strange guns and stuff and it's like very imaginative like kids using imagination I need to switch monsters that sounds so cool sleep tight yeah, I just, wonder if it's on PC uh, I'm not I'm, I'm gonna be honest it might be I'm not sure though, but familiar. it looked like it was a really fun game to play that sounds so cool it's like tower defense so, but you're building a fort around your bed to keep the monsters out pretty much that's awesome <laughs> yeah it just seems like it was just you know just seems like a fun idea I think the kids would like that too Hell yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, the last bit of Switch news that I had, or Switch release, is uh, MK, uh, MK8. I almost said Mortal Kombat. Um, Mario Kart 8 update. Oh, nice. Uh, this is nothing big, but Link, they changed him to now. He wears the champion tunic from Breath of the Wild and the motorcycle also from Breath of the Wild. <laughs> That's great. Nothing crazy. Just kind of neat. That is neat, though. That's cool. Well, that's all the releases we're we're keeping an eye on right now, and uh, this will bring us to our favorite section, uh, which is news. 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 <laughs> um. So we do have some news here. Uh, at like right now, I was actually watching it before we started casting. I was watching it on Twitch TV, but if you have uh, ESPN One, you can actually tune in right now. The eSports Finals in New York City uh, starts tonight, goes, I think, until Sunday, and it's the Overwatch Finals um, for anyone nice. that plays Overwatch. I don't, but I love watching it being played, and man, uh, I just watched the match between the uh, Philadelphia whatever, I forget the Philadelphia team's name, and the London Spitfire, and... Um, the London won three to two, but man, that was that was fun to watch. The match was good, and to their credit, man, the people they had doing the commentary were really good. You could tell they've played before; they understand the game. It's not just like two douchebags with a cigar and a bunch of notches. Like, oh look, there goes gamer guy. He's doing something with a gun. Like they understand the game and the mechanics, and it was actually really cool to see one of the. The commentary guy is actually like, oh, calling him out. Like, oh, he shouldn't have done that. He's going to fall right into, uh, you know, his counterability. Like, they knew, like, if one of them did something, they'll leave themselves open. And uh, it just, it was really entertaining to watch. So I'll probably go back to watching it when we're done here. 
<laughs> it was cool. It was cool. So yeah, that's the uh, the Overwatch finals. The winner takes a million. A million dollars. A million dollars. I'm sure those poor kids that have been slaving away won't get much of it. It'll go to their their patron team runner, and I'm sure they'll all get you know a couple hot dogs out of it. But <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's it's so awesome to me to see that you know like growing up, I don't think we ever thought. You know, except in the movies, there'd be a million-dollar game tournament. Um, so Seriously, it's, it's cool, man. And from everything I'm reading, like esports is is actually becoming viable. Like they have people that normally would buy and invest in, you know, football teams and stuff, are starting to invest in esports teams and uh, sponsoring them and stuff. And it's cool. I'm loving this whole new. You know, horizon that's that's approaching where esports is really going to become a thing. I mean, hell, it's on it's on ESPN right now. I mean, that's huge. That's awesome. So yeah, check it out. Um, you know, I'll uh, I'll put something up in the save point when we're done here because obviously by the time this releases, it'll be over. But uh, yeah, check it out, guys. Very cool. Um, all right. I think the next uh, next couple are yours, Kyle. Your news items. So. I'll let you take it away. Yes, yeah, so uh, I know we brought up No Man's Sky uh, previously in this cast, but um, apparently they are possibly working on No Man's Sky on VR. Oh my god! You like? Uh, oh, you gotta play this game because it would be so perfect in VR. Yeah, it seems like a game that would be really good in VR. I, I you'd have to pry my ass off the couch. <laughs> like it's just what I'm loving about it is like the exploration and like wonder like I've discovered a bunch of new plants and minerals and that gets attributed to me like my account like oh Kelatron discovered you know poop site whatever mineral on <laughs> planet garbage and it's just neat it's very very neat so to see That's... that on VR man yeah, like you're really getting immersed in the world. That would be so cool. That would be cool if they can pull it off. I mean, I I know they have very ambitious developers, perhaps too ambitious, but if they can pull it off, that'd be great. I think they could. I think they're in a good position to do it now, to be honest. Yeah. Well, I mean, with the way things are turning around, maybe that'll give them the, the they, edge to do so. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Uh, I forget his name. Is it Sean Murray? I forget the name of the guy that... that was the driving force behind this game but you know that whole development house they knocked it out of the park man this is a really big update and i'm glad to see what i think is probably their initial vision of the game or their original vision coming to life now i mm-hmm. think it's very cool yeah it's it's good that they kept with it they didn't just dump the game yep oh Speaking of um, other news that just popped up, actually, I just thought of this. I know it's not on our agenda, but have you heard about the um, Alien Colonial Marines update? No. So you know how that got bashed pretty good for the AI? Yeah, it was shit. Yeah, like the the aliens would literally just walk right past you or the Mm -hmm. xenomorphs, whatever. Um, They wouldn't even fight you. They would just, well, here on the any file, you know, they had a a thing called tethering that, that would pretty much give the aliens their AI. It would connect the AI, the, you know, the AI to the code and blah, blah, blah. I really don't need to get into an any file on this podcast, but <laughs> um, they misspelled it with, like, what did they spell it? Instead of T-E-H, T-E-T-H-E-R-I-N-G, they, they had an extra E, so T-E-E. 
Are you shitting me? So like teethering. And that's that misspelling in the any file was found by a player. I don't know his name. Google it. I'm, I'm not trying to take the guy's credit, but he found it, fixed it, and uh, it, 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 it didn't improve the entire game, but it improved the AI so where it was playable. Wow. So <clears throat> Holy crap, how do you miss that? I don't know, but the devs, the devs and the people in the game, they, just, they never patched it. it. It's all they would have had to do is fix the spelling error. Just re-release, just push out the any file to all the oh my PCs God. or whatever had it, and boom, problem solved. That's crazy. Five years, what was it, five years later? Yeah, been a was long that, time. Was released about <laughs> 2013? Yeah. It's been a while. <laughs> so, wow. All right. So other than that, um, Switch is following suit from the Wii U and releasing uh, GameCube controllers oh, on nice. the Switch, for, um, especially for Smash. Such a great controller. Uh, I know. Yeah, I saw a Pikachu one, an, another Zelda, and a Mario one. They look pretty neat. Check them out. Very you cool. You can switch the... The bottom right, the right-hand thumbstick can be switched with the C button that the game, uh, the GameCube controller used, so you can swap it back and forth. Oh, that's cool. The thumbstick and the little, yeah. So it's pretty neat, and I know I'm talking a lot about Switch here today, but um, no, that's what you're online. here for, man. <laughs> yeah, Switch Online. The pre-order has been made available on Amazon and GameStop. I think that's what's uh, gonna. I think that's what's gonna push me over the edge on it too. So you gotta let me know how that is. Yeah, I think last I read it, it's been pushed back to December. Okay. Well, I'd rather but, them get um, it right. Exa- exactly. And that's the thing. Like, when Nintendo pushes things back, they get things right. Yep. Maybe I'll get so one for as Christmas. As much as it sucks, but it'll be better. I'll get one for all of us for Christmas. So Am can, there you go. Am can play Mario and stuff. and I can play Mario again. Wouldn't mind playing Mario Kart with Paige and Mia. And Amber, that should probably kill me. She's way better at that game. Nah, just knock the controller out of her hands right before she finishes. Oh, yeah, yeah, just knock it out of her hands, and that's when she'll reach over and just beat the shit out of me. She abuses <laughs> me very, very harshly with, with her fists. Just get a long stick so she can't just smack it out of her hand. <laughs> Drop it. Yeah, but then you're the bad guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> listen. I'm horrible. Listen, games, like, games like that are meant to end relationships. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, crap. Well, on that note, <laughs> speaking of childhood <laughs> memories, um, now we have our question of the bye week, and wow, did you guys really come through uh, both on the save point and on the voicemail. We got some great, uh, great answers for our we did. question of the bye week this week. Uh, and the question was... Let me just... I'm pulling up the save points so we can read everybody's awesome responses. Um, what video game music evokes intense childhood memories for you? Or just childhood memories in general? And um, let me scroll past Travis's shameless promotion. Uh, here we go. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, what video game song always brings up a special memory, good or bad, something from your childhood? And uh, I'll let you start, Kyle, because I feel like I yap all the time on these podcasts. So <laughs> I'll just let you take well, it I'll away. Read, yeah, I'll get the first three at least because, uh, well, Josh, um, I knew this about Josh. Josh and I talked about this endlessly when we worked together at Contour. Um, but his was uh, music for Dr. Wily Stage 1 in Mega Man 2. Mm-hmm. It's, got, it's, it's what got him into electronic music in the first place. 
no arguments, dude. You cannot go wrong with any of the Mega Man soundtracks. No, fantastic. Um, all incredible music. Uh, believe me, there's a couple that get me. Um, the uh, wood, the wood guy stage. I'm, I'm forgetting his name. The wood guy stage and Metal Woodman. Man. Those always get me. Yeah, Woodman and Metal Man. The music for that always gets me. And yeah, the the Doctor Wily stuff's incredible. Oh yeah, it's it's so, crazy good. Yep. Um, Troy Games writes the music from Sonic the Hedgehog, Green Hill Zone. My brother and I spent hours speedrunning it. We got <laughs> it down to like 24, 25 seconds. God damn. Troy, that is fucking pathetic. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. It's pathetic, man. We can do better. I'm disappointed. You should do better. I um, think... I'm not, it, it, that's, that, was, that was actually going to. That was very close to one of mine because. Um, the year I got the Sega Genesis for Christmas, so I really wanted a Sega because Sonic was one of the reasons. And my oh, brother yeah. and I jumped on that game too right away. So, but we get to mind then. Ryan Roman writes the Halo intro. Uh, also, pretty cool intro actually. Um, mm-hmm. Brings back good memories from parties at my buddies. I used to play Halo a lot with Ryan, uh, so I totally get it. <laughs> uh, you want to take the next couple? Yeah, sure. Uh... Todd Smith writes, the dual theme and escape theme from the end of Revenge of Meta Knight in Kirby Superstar. Lots of good memories of playing that with my brother. So I'm going to actually download that after, or at least check it out on YouTube after, because I've never, I've never played a lot of the Kirby games, but I've heard that the Kirby, the music in the Kirby games is really good. I've heard that several times. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason Chubb writes, Super Mario 3, Westfall in World of Warcraft. I've been playing that game for 14 years, and I still love the music. And uh, Kyle actually replied to that. He loves the excellent music in that game, especially the Night Elf area. And that was literally when I read that he was talking about World of Warcraft. That was the first thing that popped in my mind, was the Night Elf uh, like forest music Dude, uh, in that starting I still hum it. I, I, I have it on my my uh, iPhone playlist to this day. It's probably been there for 10 years. Yeah, I used to play on the same server as Jason Chubb. Um, I used to work with him at DECA, and uh, although he was always leagues ahead of me, <laughs> uh, I never got to really play with him that much, but uh, yeah, like it's... <laughs> that's that's the era when I used to play World of Warcraft, and there's a lot of excellent music in that game. Oh yeah, totally. I, I have a soundtrack for one of the releases. I might have even had it for the original because I bought the collector's edition when that came out. Nice. Um, Jared Wilson writes, Songs from Twisted Metal 4 always remind me of playing as the pizza delivery guy shooting homing discs at the ice cream clown truck. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, I miss that Excellent series. Response. They need to make that yeah. series again. Like They need to make more games than that. That was so much fun. Yeah, they made a Twisted Metal 4 that, that had really good reviews. I never really got to pick it up. Though. I never got to play it, either. Yeah, same. Uh, my buddy Nick Kuyper puts uh, Edward's harp theme, Final Fantasy 4, Many Feels. That is a good one. That reminded me of uh, Terra's song from Final Fantasy 6. Just another emotional, uh, really good song. Uh, our buddy The Other Al, who uh, hosted with us the other week, said there's a ton for him, but the prelude from Final Fantasy and the theme from Legend of Zelda are easy ways to take me back to being a kid again. No I'd, joke. No joke, dude. Like, that Final Fantasy theme, especially the first one on Nintendo, like, that's just instantly... Oh, chills, dude. I get, yeah, I get chills from it. Like, I I played that game until my cartridge broke. Like, I, I loved that game. I was playing that game into the late 90s. 
and every time I turned it on, you saw the blue screen and the white letters coming up and the music. It just, it brought me right back to being, you know, six again when I first played it, or five. I think it was five when it came out. I remember yeah, there's there was the the opening prelude always got me, and uh, Aries theme oh, always God. got me too do, from do, Final do. Fantasy Seven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah. The, those games have amazing music. I have the soundtracks for most of them, just because it's like they an, do a hmm? they do a live show with an orchestra as well. I I've seen that, clips. Yeah. It looks amazing. Yeah, I'd like to go sometime. I know they come in the area every once in a while. Them and there's a Zelda mm-hmm. one also. I've been to the Zelda one three times now. It's it's excellent. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think my friend Nick's been to the Zelda one a couple times too. But, um, um, yeah, even even as Legend of Zelda, I, I mean, it brings me every time I play the first one. I just think of going back and yeah, it just brings you right back either, there. Yeah, like opening the map, figuring out where to go, you know. And I don't know, it's just really cool to think back about those times. I agree, I agree, and it's cool that it like it instantly brings you there too. Like your your mind just you remember where you were sitting, what you were doing, and I I just love that any music can do that, and I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next one, Wadi. Uh, uh, he yeah. he chose the Contra theme song, uh, specifically the ju- yeah the jungle. <laughs> uh, listen, man, nothing gets me more amped up than Contra. It's probably my favorite Nintendo game by far. <laughs> um, I'm good at it. I'm still. I'm so close to a no death run. I can't I generally get that. to the last two stages and I I just lose it. Uh, but uh, yeah. Contra has some excellent music as well. Snow Stage is my jam. I, I love that one. The only song I remember from Contra is that bum 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 when you're here <laughs> on like the the basses or some crap. Yep. Yep. Um yep. Yeah, let's see. Oh, Jeremy from the Bad Fodder Figures. Uh he writes the opera in Final Fantasy Six. I was amazed that SNES could make music like that, including the voices in quotes. I could not agree more. Um, that was one of the first video game soundtracks I ever bought, specifically because of that theme. Um, I remember the first time I heard it playing it over at my friend George's, and when we, because we were, he basically bought it, and I went over his house and stayed like three days, and we just played nonstop. And I remember when we got to that part, like he kind of just put the controller down, looks over at me, and just goes, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like. You you just didn't know it could do that, and um, it was it was great. And uh, yeah, I actually agree. You you mentioned uh, Super Metroid. That also really showed off the what that little system could do. Uh, sound. It had some pretty cool sound capabilities. It right. really did. All right, I'll let you take the uh, last three here. All right, John Chevalier. 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 Um. Chrono Trigger theme. Yes. Uh, yeah, I can't go wrong with any of the music from Chrono Trigger as no. well. That whole game gave my, gave that whole game plus my emotions as a child flies through my system every time it plays. Sing it. <laughs> I totally agree. Yeah, right. Uh, I see that you wrote the med- the medieval era theme, especially. Uh, yeah. Again, all amazing music from yeah. Chrono Trigger. I've literally randomly whistled it down the hall at work, and I had somebody from another cube go, "Yeah, Chrono Trigger." <laughs> 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 that's awesome someone picked it up though I that that made my day we, we've instantly become work buddies <laughs> I was like oh thank god somebody here <laughs> yeah that's a bro moment totally <laughs> <laughs> so Nicholas 
Keeper. Kuiper. 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 Uh-huh. Um, sorry for butchering names, by the way. In Intro to Vandal Hearts. Great. Legend of Dragoon and Final Fantasy Tactics, all epic. Fan- I have not heard any of those. Um, um, I've heard all three. I will pick this out. They're great. Final Fantasy Tactics uh, soundtrack is actually almost legendary at this point. It is very, very good. Very good. Oh, and, and let's see. This guy. Last last but not least, Travis Turlinden. Travis? What, wait, what's, know, what's his Twitter name? Sudabred? Sudabreed? Okay. Sudabreed? Sudabreed. Okay. Sudabreed. Strange name. Anyway, <laughs> Blaster Master OST, uh, dude, it's incredible. Sunsoft had some of the greatest oh, music on Nintendo. 100%. Yep. Reminds me of hanging out in college with John and everyone at Stephen Brett's apartment. Right on, Stephen Brett. And John. That's Play- the, the John Chevalier. John, yeah. Can't forget John. Uh, playing games from wake until sleep. Oh, man. I miss those days. Yeah. Anytime you have memories like that, uh, you know, those are always ones you hold on to. Like- so... Like the ones where you could feel your body starting to shut down because you haven't slept and you barely ate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had a uh, when feel Smash sixty four came out. We did that in the dorms and uh, <laughs> we played until about six thirty in the morning. Oh man, I had a test at eight o'clock. Good times. Um, so, um, what about you, man? What's what's your answer for this one? Uh, it's a tough one. I I think I have to crib one from uh, Mr. Chevalier. For me, it's it's Chrono Trigger. Uh, any of the music from Chrono Trigger can kind of bring me back. Although, if I had to be genuine and really say childhood, though, I I will have to go back to Final Fantasy VI. Um, and playing with my buddy George, who I've, I've mentioned a few times. You know, it's no longer with us, but he really exposed me to a lot of amazing games. And a lot of, like, first experiences I had, especially with the Super Nintendo, uh, I always had at his house. And just being able to play that with him, you know, the day it came out until we wound up beating it a couple days later. Um, like, any time I hear music from that, it just instantly brings me back to, like, those three or four days, whatever it was. And we just had some of the best times of our lives. Just hanging out, playing that game, eating snacks and... You know, just having a ball. It just brings me right back to that. That's great, man. Well, and what about you? Um, I had to think about this a lot because there's a lot of really great Nintendo games that the music takes me back, like Ninja Gaiden, Contra, oh, Zelda. Yeah. But I think the one that always sticks with me the most is uh, Big Earl Bump from Toe Jam and Earl. <clears throat> I never played that one. I got to be honest. Yeah, it's look, it's a goofy game. It's oh, not fine with that. But it was something where um, my brother and I would always play Toe Jam and Earl together. He was always Earl and I was always Toe Jam. Um, uh, not that he was fat. He just liked Earl. But uh, anyway, the music from that game, like we used to sit there because you can make your own beats and jam out before you start playing the game. Oh, that's cool. So we would do that for a while and then we would start playing. We would just go through the game and I still hum the music today. <laughs> he got he got the record soundtrack for the latest one. Oh, that's cool. Uh, Anytime we had a snow day, it was always go out sledding and then come in, drink hot chocolate, and play Sega Genesis. And we'd always play Toe Jam and Earl. That just sounds like the idyllic childhood right there. Dude, <laughs> we, I know, right? Like, my parents would have a fire going. Like, it'd be That's nice awesome. Our, our stuff's down front drying in, the, <laughs> in front of the fireplace. We're drinking hot chocolate with giant fucking marshmallows melting in it. We're like, oh, we're going to play awesome. Toe Jam and Earl. What the fuck, man? So we just sit there and play that for hours. And 
you know, that's it's not awesome. like it's not a deep game. It's just silly, but you know what? Like we didn't care. We just had fun playing it together. Yeah, so. and just the fact that that can bring you right back to that, like, that's so cool. There's <laughs> there's a lot of really cool funky tunes in that game. Actually, it was. I might have to check it out just it. for that. Yeah, dude, just check out some of the music. There's some cool tunes. I on would. It. I would. And uh, Def- spe- definitely different. Not like your normal, you know, chip tune stuff. Yeah, speaking of, we miss you, Dustin. You you called in one time with just a rock star call. And, uh, yeah, we, chat with us, man. <laughs> no, yeah, that, he's a dick. He's a little bit of a dick. Cause he, I, calls I, I, it was like the perfect call. <laughs> yeah, I tell him, calling you. And, uh, yeah, speaking of, um, I think we'll we'll switch it up a little bit and come back to our game of the month. But mainly because we got some really great feedback on this question on the voicemail line. We actually have a couple voicemails to go through tonight. And um, we're going to start the first one uh, with none other than the host of the awesome uh, Bad Fodder Figures podcast. Uh, Captain Mike called in with his answer to the question of the bye week. All right. Fellas, how do Captain Mike M from the Bad Fodder Figures podcast. Yes, that is a shameless plug. <laughs> uh, let's see here, I saw your question there on the Twitters about music, childhood memories. I definitely have to say pro wrestling for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Mm-hmm. Maybe you heard of it. And uh, <laughs> I remember wrestling nonstop in those games and the music. I can still hear it. I can still hear the applause. Great game. Check it out. It's all the hotness right now. And a uh, question for you. You know, No Man's Sky has made a remarkable rebound. Can you think of any other games that had such maybe a lukewarm release, but then two years later rebounded and is selling like hotcakes? I look forward to your answers on the next cast. Take it easy, fellas. Take it easy, Mike. Thank you for the call, sir. <clears throat> uh, before we get to your question, I just want to let you know that I still remember the tunes from Pro Wrestling on the Nintendo Entertainment System, which I played the hell out of, <laughs> and I will kick your ass with Starman any day. Do 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 I it was like the it just played on a loop. I remember, but it was like ba 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 ba. So I can see why it stuck with you. It was like all that played. But uh, it was cool. That was a good one. Um, the question, that is a good one. Can you think of any other games that had a lukewarm release, but then, you know, two years later rebounded and is selling like hotcakes? Um, go ahead, Kyle. I, I got one, but uh, I'd like to hear yours. Um, I thought about this for a while, and I was trying to think of something that, you know, had a really lukewarm, uh, you know, release and the one I can think of the most it popped into my head and I don't even know it might have been better than lukewarm release but I was thinking um, I know it got a lot more attention after there was a huge after there was a patch things were updated voices were changed um, wasn't quite as grindy but uh, I would say destiny oh dead on uh, I know it was huge it's huge now it, it, it's it always had a, a decent following but I know once they made some improvements to the game it took off a lot more Absolutely. Um, I, I, if I remember correctly, too, uh, I had sold my my Blizzard stock. 
um, right around the time that came out because the reviews were already kind of like, eh, this really isn't that great. And um, I, I remember hearing that it wasn't selling as well as they'd like. So obviously something had to happen to make them say, okay, we got to improve this. But I also remember that once they did, that game really took off. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I bought it after they improved it. Yeah. Um, and I had fun with it. I didn't get the second one. Uh, I don't know if I will just because I don't have time. But no. I did enjoy the game. It was fun. That's a good one. Um I think in a similar sense, I'm going to have to go with um, uh, Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, I remember when that released. Yeah. I think I was still working at NAC, and uh, I've always been a big Elder Scrolls fan. But my coworker Stogner was uh, also, you know, a big Elder Scrolls fan. He went out and got it, and I remember he played for like a month, and he's like, "Meh." It's like it's really just not, you know, it's not that great. You know, it's not what you'd want from an Elder Scrolls game. And then I remember, right. I remember it was like a year later, maybe. No, it couldn't have been. But I mean, it, they slowly added more features and added more features and it, more quests to make it more like an Elder Scrolls game. But then I remember when the Morrowind expansion hit, and that's what got me back into it because I, you know, I loved the Morrowind game on on Xbox and on PC. And they nailed it, and that was the first time I played it. So I'm like, I don't know what people are talking about. Like, this is Elder Scrolls to the core, and it's just gotten better and better. Like that, their player base is huge. Um, I, I I was to the point where I was almost surprised that they announced an Elder Scrolls Six uh, at E3, just because I th- this game is doing so well. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it, it would almost mm-hmm. be competing with it, but it's uh. That game is really great compared to where it started out as. Um, <clears throat> actually, Can, uh, wait, what were you going to say? No, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I was, well, I was going to ask, it was a different off-topic question, so that's what I mean. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Well, I was just going to say, actually, um, we'll, we'll save that for the last voicemail. But uh, Travis actually, well, we'll get to that. <laughs> he has some input for this one. What were you going to say, dude? I was going to say, can you think of anything that was the opposite, where it's like it got great reviews in the beginning and then like later down the line got kind of crapped on? Hmm. No Man's Sky. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Did that, like, get great, did that get great reviews when it opened up, though? I mean, I heard, a lot, I heard it got a lot of slack right from the get-go. Um, Some of the initial reviews were really good in that, you know, it it, it was one of those like... If the review site was looking forward to this multiplayer experience, it got immediately trashed. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, that's not even a good one. I gotta really think. What had a great... oh sure? I I just threw this one at you out of nowhere, so I just... uh, maybe we'll maybe we'll uh, save that and we'll ask it for the question of the bye week because that's a really good one. Uh, you know what had great reviews but crashed? I have to think about that yeah. one. I like right. it though. Well, I will save my answer then. Um. All right, let's continue with our voicemails. Uh, let me see. <laughs> I got to get this one from the one, the only, Dub F. Yeah, I want that super supreme pizza. Maybe get a large there, Bob. Uh, how about a dozen wings and uh, how to throw in a six-pack? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. This, uh, wait, this isn't my lunch order. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> uh, hello, guys. Hello. I didn't make that mistake. Sorry. I, I knew I was calling you and not the... Not Bob's Pizzeria joint, yeah. Anyway, I'm calling in. Uh, 
Yes, I haven't called in much. I know it's summer. I'm hot, trying to stay cool, having arguments with Captain Mike over whether summer's good or not, trying to <laughs> no get him off that no winter excuse. bandwagon. I don't care what you guys say or anybody thinks winter sucks, okay? Summer's worth <laughs> that, but winter sucks. Anyway, I see we have a question, something about uh, music, memories, childhood, game music, stuff like that. All right, guys, I'm going to come clean. Everybody could boo. Everybody could, I don't know, get out your torches, your arrows come after me, but uh, I don't know. There's Gaming music doesn't do much for me. Never did, never has, and I don't think it ever will. Huh. Don't really cue in, play, pay much attention to the music at games, so I'm uh, kind of like left dangling with your question there. I see it's a good question. I see people are answering it. Good answers there, right? GTA is a pretty good one, but I just thought I didn't really didn't play the music much in that game. Anyway, I turned the radio on a little bit, but I turned it off, just got annoying to me. <laughs> so, that's where we stand. I just don't have an answer to your question, but I brought my own question, huh? Yeah, always thinking double F on top of the game. <laughs> Alright guys, just wondering, controller-wise, what controller... We're going older now, let's just, let's cut it off at the PS2 and the Xbox versus, you know, the OG Xbox. Let's not go... Ahead of that to the PS3 or 4, let's just keep it old school with controllers. Okay. What controller kind of blew your mind when you first saw it? <laughs> Game, say the Game controller Cube. that really blew my mind was the Dreamcast. Was that, uh, that's mine. VMU yeah. Thing? I think it was called VMU or was it Virtual Memory something or whatever. You know that? VMU. Thing you could stick it in the controller and pop it out, put a different controllers in it, stuff like that. I thought that was just like state of the art, blow my mind away, awesome. Yeah. That's when that controller came out and I seen what you could do with it. I was just wondering what you guys thought, you know, coming up through the years, playing all the old retro games and systems. Uh, what controller kind of stuck out to you was like, wow, this is really an awesome controller. Let me know, guys. And again, I'm sorry I really couldn't answer your question. And uh, Sorry I haven't been on every show. I should be on, I know. Slacking, slacking. <laughs> we love you, Fred. Pull in your lounge and uh, get out of the pool and make these demanding phone calls as, you know, demanding because... Uh, it wasn't demanding that everybody should be calling in and not many people call in. And why isn't anybody else calling in who should be calling in? Let's go, people. Call these guys. Give us some talk. Give us some praise. Give us something. All right, guys. Have a great week. Great show as always. And as always, Arriva Dirty. <laughs> Arriva Dirty, Fred. Um, that's a really okay, good so question. Before I get to that, he called, it just, he called with an answer that was a non-answer. He did. He did, but, okay. but Fred right. has that card. He can do that. He's got the gold card. <laughs> <laughs> but his question was a good one. Uh, what controller blew your mind? Uh, you you had input on that, so go go ahead. Uh, I'm just going to go with the GameCube. It wasn't anything you know technologically mind-blowing, but I felt like it was just the perfect controller. It's yeah. comfortable, responsive, <laughs> durable. All I need in a controller. The VMU stuff, he's right with the the Dreamcast stuff. That was cool, but uh, was it kind of gimmicky, though? A little bit. Yeah, I loved the Dreamcast controller. I'm actually with Fred on this one. Um, Even the form factor, and I know some people have complained about that, but it worked for me. I mean, just the way that controller was laid out, and, um, and I loved the VMU. I mean, it did a few things on certain games, like it was like your... I think it was like your battery meter for your camera in one of these games or something. I thought it was a neat idea. I mean, that was also your memory card, if you remember. Um, yep. You know, for save games. So it was just kind of something cool rather than a card just sticking out of your box for saving games. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it had some cool functions. Don't get me wrong. Well, they didn't do um, anything with it. I mean, don't get me wrong. They didn't really do much with it at all. 
but it was just the, the best the the best function I found was when you were playing football games, you could pick your play on it so yep. the other person couldn't see it. That's what I was going to say. Is you, you, I remember being able to do that, and I thought that was freaking awesome because I used to play a lot of, uh, you know, I have people over, we'd play four-player, you know, football on the Dreamcast. If I remember mm-hmm. correctly, I think it had four ports. It uh, does. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, or we'd play, uh, like, Power Stone or stuff like that. But, yeah, I remember being able to play football and hide the plays. I thought that was freaking great. Uh, good question, Fred. Good question. Terrible answer. Terrible answer, but a good question. But you have your gold card, Fred. <laughs> You've called in three times, so you can actually, you yeah. know, you can call in off topic now. <laughs> we'll let it pass. <laughs> we love you, Fred. All right. Uh, the next voicemail is from uh, Mr. Moneybags, Mr. Vacation himself. <laughs> Always going places. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Travis, a.k.a. Soderberg. I was, of course, you, uh, you knew that because I'm on the cast. But I'm not tonight because I am visiting some family down in North Carolina. Uh-huh. Anyway, Whatever. I just want to give a call in and actually answer the question Whatever. I believe for you guys to listen to. My, uh, my soundtrack, my game, music, that really brings back memories, is the, uh, the OST for Blaster Master mm-hmm. for the NES. Um, used to hang out with a couple guys in college, and uh, we would go on to uh, the video game FM mm-hmm. and request Blastmaster stuff pretty much oh that site was the shit so, uh, I forgot some, about that you know, some really good memories of just hanging out and gaming from from wake till wake till sleep so good you know 18 hours straight of just gaming with some buddies you know Diablo 2 and some uh, Civ 3 I think it was it was oh, a yeah. really good time so it was good stuff and uh, I know in one of the other voicemails Captain Mike had left a question for us to answer and uh, I can't remember what it was, so I'm not going to answer it right now. Maybe I'll call back in after I look it up, but uh, that's really all I got. So I will catch you guys next time at Moment Cast, whenever that may be. And uh, hope you all had a good time tonight. All right. Peace. Okay. And actually, peace. Travis did call back three hours later. He called back around 6 o'clock. So we'll just continue. All right. So I remember the other question. The other question was something along the lines of what uh, what game had a miserable launch that had a turnaround that was you know really good or something like that that you really liked? And I got to go with Anarchy Online. That yes. game released and it was absolute garbage, 100% terrible. <laughs> yeah. um, I played in the beta and the beta was basically unplayable and they released it that way. But about uh, 18 months later, the game actually won PC Gamers Game of the Year. Yes, it and did. I played again at that point and it was incredible. And to this day, I still love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's gonna be it. Oh wait, I do have one question. I'm not sure if we asked this before, but uh, for you guys, just curious, what is your you know if you're if you're down and out and you need a game to play that's gonna cheer you up, what game would that be? All right, I'll catch you guys later. Peace. <laughs> See you, Travis. Thanks for calling in, buddy. I know you're on vacation with the family, but uh, that was cool. Um, a, I totally agree with you on Anarchy Online. I did play that one uh, when it came out, and I immediately walked away from it. And then my buddy Mike uh, was telling me, Mike Kyler was like, oh, you got to get back into this, man. This game's great, you know, a year or so later. And when I played it, I was absolutely blown away. Um, it still does things that not a lot of MMOs do, uh, Warframe is a good example of, of what it did. And again, you have to remember, this is like late 90s, early 2000s. But, you know, when you play a game of Warframe and you do a mission, you go into an instanced world or an instanced zone that has like randomized maps and stuff and, and 
enemy placement. And Anarchy Online did that. It had missions where, you know, you'd have random building layouts and you'd have to go in and rescue a VIP or go assassinate somebody or whatever. And um, it was also the first MMO that wasn't fantasy-based. It was sci-fi. It was futuristic. And it was very good. I mean, I remember really enjoying that. That was a really good one, Travis, because I don't think there was a game that got crapped on more when it released than Anarchy Online. So that that's a really good one. Did you have any input on that, Kyle? Uh, no, I actually never played the game. Okay. So I, I thought I you had something no there. response. All right, so we can go, if you want, we'll go back really quickly. Uh, thank you, everybody, for calling in. Um, this was awesome. Thank you, Mike. Always good to uh, hear your thoughts on things. That's why I listen to your podcast every week. But uh, we'll go back to the game of the month that uh, Travis had picked out. I think we've actually, actually been playing for a month and a half. We, we didn't answer Travis's question. Oh, I'm sorry. What was his question? It was what music, like when you're da- when you're feeling down that's or right, like, you know, right. I-, I guess angry or upset or anything. What what video game do you go to play hmm. to make you feel better? Or How about put you? you? In a better mood. Uh, well, I told you I'm an old one. I said that before. Sonic, Sonic. The first Sonic is another one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think those are two pretty uplifting games. I think you can't go wrong with any Mario, but I think I'd have to go with Super Mario World. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Huh. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm good at it. It's fun to play. I like the characters. I like the music. <laughs> That's mine. That's the pro wrestling music. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> no, I'm only kidding. Um, sorry, go ahead. I just had to do that. No, that's okay. That's pretty much it. <laughs> um, man, for me, I think... Uh, if I'm in a mood where I just really need to go get lost in the game world, I think to this day still, and I probably only log in a few times a year now, but Lord of the Rings Online. I got my my elf, you know, and I've got a house actually built out in the Shire. And uh, the way they did the Shire in that game just hits like everything I ever imagined what it would be like to wander around the Shire and hang out with hobbits and farm and make beer and and they do like festivals and stuff that's usually why i log in is they they do a summer festival which should be right about now actually and um it's so much fun like the whole shire changes everybody's partying at the party tree and like you can do pub crawls because there's like eight taverns in the shire and uh it it's it's just so cool like if you ever just want to go get lost in a world you know, where you're a fan of that world. And for me, I'm a huge Lord of the Rings fan. So being able to just literally jump into probably the best interpretation and the most true-to-life interpretation of Middle-Earth that I've ever seen, you know, almost every square mile of it has been recreated at this point. Um, it's great. It's just great to go in and let your imagination run wild. And and uh, I, I very easily can get just completely wrapped up and like you know become somewhere else totally in my head you know be in middle earth so that's that's definitely definitely mine it's awesome yep so sorry about that Travis I didn't mean to skip over that I thought that was a good question um we'll go back to your game of the month that uh, Travis had recommended which was Sword of Vermilion 
Um, I actually did get a chance to play this. Did you play this, Kyle? Because I did finally play it. Oh, for hours. <laughs> okay, so you didn't. <laughs> I, I didn't play it at all. I just didn't have time to. I, it's on, I'll tell you what. I, I'm going to play it probably when I get the um, that latest Sega release. Uh-huh. And actually, you can they, they released a VR for that, too. Oh, that's cool. Really? Uh, yeah. I, it's kind of cool, I guess. It's like you're in the room. Because you know how it's like the layout where you pick your game. Oh, that's cool. Um, you're actually in the room, and then it just comes up on the screen. You're not actually playing a Genesis that, game in VR. Like that's literally yeah. that's literally one of the only reasons I want to get VR right now. I'm not even kidding. Is there's like, I think Luke was telling me about it. Like where you can have this like living room set up, and you can yep. watch like sports games on a TV. Yeah, and I was watching Black Panther on it, and it was just like watching it in a theater. That's that, like, that's literally the, that's why I want it. Like that's what yeah, I want to do. Yeah, pretty cool. Um, I, I don't. I, so, I I know my my computer couldn't run it, which is what depresses me. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> maybe you could run that. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Ooh. But anyway, so sort of a million. I did play for a what couple hours. Um, there's things about it that I like. Um, there's things about it that I absolutely hated. Uh, the movement mechanics kind of drove me nuts. It was it was it reminded me a lot of uh, the original Dragon Warrior, where like mm. you walk up to a character, you have to hit A to bring up the menu, and then A again to talk. Whereas like Final Fantasy, you just went up, you hit A, and you talked. Hit the button. Yep. Um, and this had a lot of that. Uh, you had to like open a treasure chest, and I believe if I remember it, you had to search the treasure chest, but then you had to remember to take the treasure chest. <laughs> I couldn't figure out why, like, like, I got all this goddamn treasure, where did it go? And I basically left the dungeon, I opened up all the chests, I looked through them, and never took anything. Um, so, that drove me batshit until I figured that out. Um, this was another one where you had to carry lanterns or torches in a dungeon, and they ran mm-hmm. out. I'm sorry, I've always hated that mechanic. Yeah, it sucks. It's just a money sink to make you grind more. Uh, so mm-hmm. that drove me batshit. But I liked the mechanics when it came to combat. Um, it was a little frustrating getting the sword, you know, angle right because he doesn't have a long reach. But I liked the idea of like these different interfaces. Some you're like wandering, you know, it's a third person fight, and you kind of like a beat 'em up, like a Streets of Rage window. And then there was like one where it was like 2D side scrolling where I was fighting a dragon. Um, just very neat to have that kind of change up towards, you know, and town kind of looks like Final Fantasy where you're walking around, but then like when you got into the wilderness, it was first person. So they switched up the interface a lot, which I found to be kind of refreshing. Mm-hmm. Um, the level ups in that actually, what I really liked was level ups were significant. Like they felt like you were getting more powerful. Excuse me, and like it was, it was noticeable. Um, so that was cool. I mean, other than that, you know, the stuff that I normally love about a game, story, character development, that was all weak. Yeah, it wasn't really there. Uh, it's a decent enough game. I mean, for its time, I probably would have enjoyed it more when it came out. Um, but I can't really see myself playing that through to completion. But it wasn't bad. Like, I don't want, I don't want to say it was a bad game. It wasn't a bad game. It's just wasn't enough to make me say oh, I'm going to you know keep playing this and beat it. 
Um, but yeah, that was it was decent. Awesome. Yeah, I'm familiar with the game. I haven't really played it enough to comment on it. So mm-hmm. I'm familiar with the different mechanics they use, the main you know the main bits of the game. But yeah, I just didn't get to sit and play it. Unfortunately, uh, I'm sorry, Travis. I will. Nah, fair enough. And no, he's gonna make me play Jaws Unleashed if I don't. So <laughs> that sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> we should Good just make God. that our next game of the week, our game of the month. Yeah, you guys need <laughs> to check out uh, Soda Bread's half baked reviews on YouTube. Uh, he reviews this one, and this just looks like a development nightmare. Just glitchy as hell. The concept looked awesome. And the way he was describing it, I was like, man, I want to download this or play it somehow. He's like, no, you don't. And then, like, <laughs> I saw his review, and I was like, oh, my God, that would go nuts. But, um, but yeah, we're going to have to pick a new game of the month. Um, we can think about it after the cast. Kyle, I think it's your turn. I think you're finally allowed to pick a game again. Um, yeah, because well, yeah, it went me, you, and then... Well, Travis, that so and your picks really sucked for a while, so we just kind of we grounded you. My picks were not bad. Which were they? I don't remember. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't bad, though. I remember you guys liked them. No, I, I think one, like River City Ransom was one. Um, no, you had some yeah, good that ones. Was, yeah, well, yeah, I was trying to pick some uncommon ones, but I'll, I'll go back to picking something shitty since I can pick again. No, you won't, goddammit. Pick something fun. Map you land. <laughs> Flappy Bird. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but so no, we'll, I'll, I'll think of something and I'll post it on the save point. So stay tuned. Yep, yeah, we'll we'll put that up on the save point. Um, if you want to call in and leave a voicemail like those people did, uh, those awesome people, Mike and Travis and Double F, Fred French, call in to six one zero eight one zero one six five four. Uh, get involved in the cast. We love talking to you guys, and it just it makes for some great conversation uh, as we do this. So. Yeah, call us, talk about games, answer our question of the week, and uh, just have fun with it. You know, we're not here to judge you too much. A little bit. Yeah, it's not not real bad, though. So, come on out and have fun. Uh, but this will actually bring us to the end. We actually we went pretty overtime tonight, which was cool. It didn't even feel that way. So, we got a nice, nice long podcast for you guys to listen to. So, that's always good. And uh, we'll head over to our conclusions and final thoughts and shout outs so uh kyle anything that you want to wrap up or go back to that you hadn't got a chance to talk about or you just want to go right to your shout outs oh right to my shout outs is fine go ahead i yapped enough uh shout outs i guess i would have to say listeners um wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you guys or maybe we would. We just wouldn't have anybody listening. <laughs> and it grows. But, uh, it grows every episode. I love this. Yeah, it's great. So thanks, guys. Um, other than that, my shout-outs, uh, nah, don't have any other ones. Damn. Not this week. That's fair, man. <laughs> That's fair. And not this Listen week. The wife got downgraded. No comment. That's funny. I'll get beat up. <laughs> um... Yeah, I'll do the same. Big shout out to the listeners. Um, it's crazy watching this thing grow. From I think we started out with like two to five average listeners, and now we're hitting over almost a hundred. So that's really freaking cool. Um, thank you everybody for listening. Thank you for spreading the word. And uh, it's, it's you know this podcast community too is a big part of that. So thank you everybody that does their own cast and listens to us and gives us shout outs. Uh, that's always appreciated. 
Um, big shout out to our pals over at the Everyday Gamers. Uh, Eric, Blake, and Meef. You know, Rockslide, Meef J, and uh, I forget what yours. I think Sertulius, Blake, and uh, Jason as well. Um, you guys are great. And uh, this past episode was really, really good, actually, Kyle. If you get a chance to listen to it, the one they just released this week, um, Eric talks about contentment, finding contentment, or, you know, finding content with games and gaming and your gaming collection or how you play games. It was just a really cool discussion. So anybody listening, if you haven't heard that episode yet, I really recommend checking it out. It was just an interesting kind of (laughs) philosophical take on you know, what it means to be content with the games we have and how we play them. Uh, it was very, very cool. So I highly recommend their recent episode. It was great. Um, I can't say the same for our great pals over at Bad Fodder Figures. Um, I love you guys. Captain Mike's actually been in the process of moving, and his uh, podcast HQ hasn't quite been set up yet. So they actually haven't done a show in a couple weeks. Um, so we miss you guys. Seriously, subscribe to their podcast um, whenever it comes out. They do weekly releases. They're fantastic. They're really funny. And uh, once, uh, I think Mike actually had somebody, you know, some friends come over that actually knew how to hook up computers and stuff, so you're good. Oh, I'm just fucking with you, buddy. I'm just fucking with you. (laughs) (laughs) But it sounds like he's pretty much back up and running, so we look forward to your next episode. And um, that's pretty much it for my shout outs aside from my adorable family who I love very much and uh, don't mind me doing this shit every other week so that's always good and uh, finally if you want to talk to us uh, please come join our group at the save point it's a ton of fun Uh, we have such a great crowd there it's just it's like the first thing on Facebook that I've ever been a part of that's not toxic (laughs) and it, it's just cool. We talk video games and video game memories, and it's just open for anything anything about games, and everybody in there just loves gaming in general. So check us out at tiny.cc slash savepoint. Uh, you can email us at any time. Email the retrorents at gmail.com, and we'll absolutely address anything you ask in email uh, on an episode of the podcast. Or if you have anything you want to promote, you know, gaming-related... Uh, please reach out, email us, and we'll, we'll happily talk about it. So uh, keep that in mind. The retro rents at gmail.com. You can also reach us on Twitter at the retro rents. And um, that'll pretty much wrap us up for this week's episode. Um, thank you again, everybody, for coming out, for listening. Thank you, everybody, for calling. Thank you, Mike, Travis, on your vacation. Double F. I always appreciate it. And uh, thank you, everybody, in the save point. Some great responses to the question of the week. And we will be back in a couple of weeks. Until then, play those video games, relive those memories. Right on. <laughs> Take it easy, everybody. Um, oh, wait, was there. Wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Later, everybody. <laughs> Peace out, guys. <laughs>